Welcome to Prima's 2018 podcast series. My name is Shonda Ragland. I am the Director of Education and Training at Prima. On this Prima podcast, Joyce Dunn will discuss Talent Risk, the Missing ERM Link. Joyce is Vice President and Managing Director for the Jacobson Group's Executive Search Assignments. In this role, she manages C-Level, Vice President, and other executive level searches, primarily for life, health, property, casualty, and reinsurance organizations. We will also be joined by Taekwon Gilbert, a member of Prima's education and training team. Taekwon will moderate the discussion. Enjoy the podcast. Thank you for joining us today, Joyce. What areas are organizations currently addressing in their ERM strategies? Thank you, Taekwon. Um, just to give just a brief history, ERM really entered into prominence in the insurance industry back uh, when Sarbanes-Oxley was passed in 2002, and organizations in the industry began to utilize the ERM platform to address the compliance requirements of Sarbanes-Oxley. And in years that followed, um, there has been a traditional approach in different areas for enterprise risk management. And they have been, of course, geared toward future events that need to be assessed and at least minimized through the use of risk management. And they could incorporate accidental loss or risk in the areas of finance, operations, strategy, compliance, reputation, and governance. Then we have seen as this platform has emerged and matured over the years that there have been other areas that enterprise risk management has begun to focus that have become more prevalent as target areas of interest for the insurance industry. And some of those would be customer focus, formal complaints that may emerge against the board of directors or management, marketing functions, ethics, and quality assurance. In the very recent times, we have begun to see a bit of interest in human capital risk management that has fallen under enterprise risk management. What is driving the need to address talent risk? And that's a great question because usually different functions in the industry follow some need that is emerging in the, in the marketplace. And there has been a significant shift in the labor force. This is not just in the insurance industry. It's really across the economy in general with baby boomers retiring. Baby boomers, as we know, uh, was a uh, significantly large generation. And the generation that followed, Generation X, is a relatively small generation. So just in that aspect alone, one would think there would be some type of talent gap. So that is began to really happen in the insurance industry. And that Generation X of 35 to 40 agers are beginning to really need to be groomed for senior leadership roles. And this talent pool is a large percentage in the insurance industry, 30% larger for baby boomers in the insurance industry than it is across the economy at a whole, which is really adding additional stress on the insurance marketplace. The number of 30 of, of employees aged 55 and older being 30%, again, 30% higher in the insurance industry than the economy in general. This pending loss of knowledge and leadership in this group of senior leaders is really creating a challenging picture 
for organizations across the insurance industry. And this awareness of risk, even though it's been talked about for several years now, this awareness of risk is beginning to emerge louder and louder in its voice across the insurance industry. What potential downfalls can organizations who fail to address human capital needs expect to experience? That's a great question, too. And and I guess that really is unique to each organization. But some of the things that we are hearing and seeing across the insurance industry as we interact uh, in our firm, especially in the enterprise risk management area and the executive search area, is that there is a loss of knowledge and skills that could affect the organization's business results. And um, especially in enterprise risk management or senior leadership, their focus is going to be holistically on business results. And those areas that tend to really affect them the most in the business results are what really gets attention. And human capital, the gap in the senior leadership, is beginning to emerge as being recognized that it will impact the organization's business results. So based upon that, organizations need to identify within their own unique company the areas of talent risk, which are within functional areas. And we know the functional areas in insurance can be technology, product management, actuarial, underwriting, sales and marketing. All of those need to be assessed. And then the holistic result of that, identifying the talent needs, can greatly impact the business results. The greatest area of risk is the first step in plotting a course that will result in some kind of action. Identifying that risk tends to be the most important element. We hope you're enjoying the podcast. I would like to take a moment and invite you to Prima's 2018 annual conference, June 4th through 6th in Indianapolis. Here's some words from Prima's meetings manager, Monique Gilliam, regarding Prima's annual conference. Our annual conference is the leading event for public risk management professionals and provide a unique opportunity for attendees to connect with and learn from peers and thought leaders from inside the industry. Prima will be offering over 50 educational sessions this year, including our first ever cyber symposium brought to us by the Department of Homeland Security. You can find out more information about Prima's 2018 annual conference by visiting Prima's website, www.primacentral.org, and click on the annual conference logo. To learn more about Prima's annual conference, visit primacentral.org. Now back to Joyce and Taekwon. What do you see as the most critical talent risk within the insurance industry? The most critical talent need can vary uh, from really quarter to quarter as we look at the different types of assessments that are given within the industry and the, and the different type of results we see the industry leaders reporting. They really are based upon the functional areas. In the last most recent study done by the Ward Group and our firm, the Jacobson Group, The top ones that we see are technology, actuarial, analytics, senior executives within all functions, and product development. So as we look at that list, we would be of the opinion that the senior executives within all functions, although it ranks number four, is likely going to have the overarching 
effect on the business in general. In other words, those key leadership positions that have knowledge and skill sets in executive ranks would pose the most risk to the industry or a particular company specifically. How can ERM be applied to talent risk? Are you seeing examples of organizations already doing this? Enterprise risk management been a platform within the industry that has assessed risk, and we mentioned those earlier um, in our conversation about which areas that ERM as a platform has addressed. As human capital management has not historically been in that list, nor really been a mainstream emergent in the last couple of years. It has not been considered a traditional ERM process. But with the heightened business impact that is resulting from talent gaps with the baby boomers retiring at an accelerated pace, we see executives being much more keenly aware of the business impact. With that occurring, they're looking for a platform that can help them identify first, assess, and manage this risk. One of the questions posed by chief risk officers that typically lead a company's enterprise risk management is to recognize this and then be able to support the organization's HR function as owning and elevating the need and the seriousness of this risk within an organization. The great thing about using ERM as a platform is that it's already in existence in most organizations, and it can help through an enterprise way support the human resources assessment and involvement in managing human capital and bring a different element and focus within the organization. The human resources realizes mostly what needs to be done. The question is, how do we then put legs to that and execute within the organization? For example, the things that an organization needs to really identify and then execute would be employee engagement and retention. And these are things that I'm going to list that could, in in effect, help relieve some of the exposure of risk as you have a talent shortage. And first, again, would be employee engagement and retention. What are the things an organization can do to better engage and retain top talent and emerging talent? Another is to implement or enforce or reinforce a mentoring and sponsorship program where these folks that are nearing retirement can mentor and sponsor up-and-comers or newly emerging talent to help guide them and help have a transfer of knowledge and leadership skills more uh, holistically and purposefully. Another element would be career development and training, where there is uh, an enterprise-wide focus on maybe rotations, developing people more holistically, and in a shortened amount of time and focus so that they will be ready for the key leadership roles. And one that we mention a lot is succession planning. And succession planning is easy to say but very hard to implement as we listen to uh, different organizations across the industry and across the country. But that includes assessing and managing the talent pipeline and recruiting the next generation of leaders in appropriate places within the organization. What we find is every organization has different unique approaches to these elements to help really reduce and mitigate the risk, but it also has different areas of risk within functions and within these different elements of um, gaps within their talent management. 
what we're seeing is not a clear rush toward ERM as a platform. What we're hearing is chief risk officers, senior management beginning to talk about how they can approach this talent gap within the organization. And considering that enterprise risk management may well be the best platform already in existence to support both senior management and human resource executives to help mitigate and manage the risk of a gap in talent. We have reached the end of our podcast. Thanks so much, Joyce and Taekwon. Please visit the Prima website to listen to other Prima podcasts, join upcoming Prima webinars, read Prima blogs, and learn about additional Prima educational resources. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and our very own Prima Talk. Have a wonderful day.